What strange thing have you witnessed experienced that you cannot explain? I had a friend in high school who I stopped speaking to when she transferred in grade 10. Two years later, I have a dream that I visited her new school and sat at the back of her math class with her. In the dream her teacher was tall, brunette with curly hair, and wearing glasses. The next day I get a message on Facebook from said friend, which is completely out of blue because we hadn't spoken in months. She asks me how I'm doing, and I tell her about my dream. She freaks out, and tells me, that she sits at the back of her math class, and her teacher fit the description I gave her from my dream perfectly. Out walking around the neighborhood late at night with a friend one night, we would occasionally look up to the sky nor of the stars. I saw a fast moving light like a meteor, but slower, although much faster than an airplane. Then, it made two sharp 90 degrees turns. First to the right, then to the left and disappeared. My friend and I both stopped, and said did you see that, to each other. This was in the late 80s, and I can still picture it like it was yesterday. Driving from Cancun to Merida at night. About 10 years ago, middle of the road there's a huge pothole, so I swerved to avoid it. About 200 meters ahead notice a car's got its hazard lights on. It's parked on the side of the road, so I decided to stop and check to see if they needed help, thought it might have been a flat tire. I parked, approached the car, and as I got closer I saw what appeared to be two passengers in the back. There was no one in the driver seat and those two figures I had seen were mannequins with wigs and faces drawn with a marker or something. Just weird, to me at least. Can't rationalize the whole event. A few years ago me and a bunch of friends were on a cabin trip at my friend's parents cabin. It was in the middle of nowhere and it was late so the road was pitch black. We were split up into two cars and I was driving behind the person who knew where we were going. At some point my friend just starts speeding up, annoying fast. I start beaching that I'm barely able to keep up. Suddenly she takes a sharp turn down into a wooded area with only a vague trail. I try to follow, but I'm desperately trying to avoid the massive potholes in my tiny not fit for off-roading car. Meanwhile, the car in front of me is gliding down the path seemingly no problem. I flash my lights for them to slow down, but nothing. I'm pissed at this point, and I'm cursing my friend's name, while my passengers sit in silent terror. We finally make it down to a real road, but my friend's car is nowhere. To be se it was like it vanished out of thin air. Again, the area is pitch black, so if there was any source light we would be able to see it. We are lost as hell, and try to call, but we don't have a cell signal. We drive for about 10 minutes, before we reach them, find them, and are finally guided to the cabin. I mentioned to my friend about how annoyed I am, that she took a dangerous off-road path without warning us, and then just disappeared. She then gets a really weird look on her face and says, what are you talking about? You guys were right behind me, and then suddenly you just turned off into the woods. We had no idea where you went, we were really worried. Apparently, she had been on the road the whole time. No one knows who the truck was, where they came from, or where they went. Everyone in both cars never saw a car pull out between us, or saw us get broken up. The three people in my car are confident that the truck we saw lead us down the woods was my friend's car. Everyone else in the other car assured us they were on the road the whole time. To this day, none of us know where that car came from, or how they snuck in between two cars without six people realizing it. 
I was at a bar with, and I was talking to some dude I just met, and a girl came over, and started chatting us up. Mid conversation out of nowhere she puts her hand on her head, and says to the other guy you are from Brownsville I don't remember the city name, but it is a small town of like 500 people. The dude looked completely dumbfounded and replied that indeed he was from that city. She said that is weird, because once every 2 or 3 years she has these crazy flashes of information about people she is talking to, but don't know them personally. It was really weird and the guy was blown away, and I was kind of in awe. I don't believe in real psychic abilities or anything but this tested me. Also it could have just been fake and she really knew he was from there, but crazy experience anyway. When I was about 12 I was playing outside on a really windy day and a blue flying thing the size of a water bottle zoomed into my yard and got caught in some spider web in a bush. Its wings were clear, so it wasn't a bird, but the thing was huge and weird. If it was a buck, I lived in the Moje Desert CA at the time. If anyone can think of something it could have been, and freaking the duck out tangled in the web and branches. It was thrashing so fast I couldn't get a good look at it, and I just kept staring at it in disbelief, cause I couldn't stop thinking that's a ducking fairy I go over, and try to detach it from the web and it breaks free. At the speed of duck you, it was gone again. I was sitting in my college dorm room once when the temperature suddenly started dropping like crazy. I turned the heat up as high as it would go but it just kept getting colder. I took out my winter clothes and started putting them on. This was like in late September early October in New York, so it wasn't cold outside at all. I was just about to go ask for maintenance when my roommate got back from hockey practice and asked why there were so many police cars and ambulances outside. I had no idea, later that night, we were informed a girl who lived in the dorms had died. Everyone who I've told about this says that I felt her death. I was in that same room for 3 years and that was the only time I ever had problems with the temperature. A few years ago, shortly after adopting my dog, my then GF, and I were getting ready to go out for food, or whatever it was. Right as we are getting ready to go out the door our dog starts freaking out. He's losing his mind whining, jumping at us, biting at our arms, and trying to pull us to the living room. We take a few extra seconds, calm him down, say goodbye and head out, we had a train to catch. Took all of 30 to 60 seconds. As we were approaching the bus stop, about 30 seconds away from the stop, a BMW comes barreling around the corner and jumps the curb exactly where we would have been standing. Had we left when we originally wanted we would have been standing there, we never would have seen it coming. To this day I'm convinced my dog knew, and he delayed us for that reason. He's never had an outburst like that since. In the summer I sometimes volunteer as a cabin leader at a summer camp for youth some of whom are troubled. Last summer we had a kid who got random fits of rage and he would take it out on anything he could. We later found out he had hid his meds from the staff nurse because he came on a bus without any guardians. Obviously this withdrawal had major side effects. His fits started to get more and more extreme and one day during the daily nap time he erupted at full force and started breaking everything he could and ran out of the cabin. And I was sadly the only person there at the time due to a staff meeting that was occurring. I called another cabin leader who was in the cabin next to us, and he ran out to find the camper, because at this point my whole cabin of about 10 kids were panicking and worried, so I felt uncomfortable leaving them alone. During 
and after the fit a few of my heavier sleepers stayed asleep, and about 5 minutes later one of them woke up crying and screaming. Most young boys have a sort of pride issue with crying in front of other boys their age, so he asked if he could talk to me along on the cabin's porch. I agreed and walked him out telling the other campers to try to go back to sleep. He ended up telling me that he was having a nightmare about a skeleton. He didn't say much else about the dream, because that wasn't the bad part. The bad part was that he ended up describing to me what was essentially sleep paralysis. I told him about it, and he had no idea what it was and was begging me to call his mom to come get him, because he said he felt like something was there trying to get him. I ended up researching sleep paralysis with him, and showed him everything I could to assure him that nothing was out to get him, and explained the science behind it. Here's where it gets weird and still freaks me out to this day. We later had a staff meeting for those who missed the earlier one, and I found out that, while all of this was happening, another boy's cabin, and a girl's cabin on the other side of camp each had a camper wake up with sleep paralysis both describing different nightmares both having to do with a skeleton. I also later had found out that the cabin leader who had went looking for our back quote runaway camper had found him in a grove of trees talking what he called gibberish, and he was hitting a stick against a tree. We called his parents who explained his situation in more detail, and we found out about him hiding the meds, and we got him calmed down, and the rest of the week went smoothly. After he left we ended up finding a small drawing pad we had seen him using throughout the weeks with very strange drawings in it. Nothing looked like anything, there wasn't anything graphic or anything about them that was threatening, but for some reason it just seemed unsettling to us all. Almost like the drawings extremely young children do when they scribble. We called his parents, and we offered to ship it to them, but they said he didn't want it. A more skeptical cabin leader ended up burning it, because of the situations that happened in the week. I don't really get scared by supernatural stuff but this was honestly the weirdest scariest thing I've ever seen my entire life and I wouldn't even believe it had I not witnessed it myself, and the horror in everyone's faces that were involved. My story isn't nearly as strange as some of the others, but it's one that has stuck with me my whole life. My friend and I used to love to go and hang out in one of the local cemeteries. I guess because we were just weird. This was an older cemetery and was no longer used, so it didn't have any new graves in it. One day while we were hanging out and just wandering around we stumbled upon a new looking grave marker. It stuck out like crazy because all of the other markers were old and grey and crumbling. On some of them, you could barely make out the names. This marker was much newer and the name and dates was clearly visible. It was also a rather neat red marble color which was really different from all of the others. We didn't think much of it, and just continued our trip through the cemetery. We sat down under this big tree in the middle, and talked and laughed, and did other stupid kid things. After an hour or so we decided it was time to leave. We crossed right by where the new grave marker had been, and it was gone. We both kind of freaked out a little bit, and searched the whole graveyard looking for the brand new marker, and it wasn't there. We checked for it several more times on different visits, and never found it again. It was just weird and something neither of us could ever explain. I've posted somewhere else about this but it fits. When I was a teenager we went to our local cemetery, to visit our granddad's grave. On the way back to the car I saw one of those little white crosses on a grave, the kind you put on before you get a headstone. The horizontal butt with the name, had fallen off onto the grave. I felt bad seeing it, so I picked it up, and put it back onto the cross. 
that night, I woke up, and at the end of my bed I saw a guy sitting in a chair with his head thrown back. His throat looked like it was cut or something. It was an awful mess. He had brown hair, a blue shirt and jeans on. I was absolutely terrified and screamed out for my parents. They came into the room, and it had gone. I haven't touched anything in a graveyard since. Edit, just to clarify, I do touch things in the graveyard nowadays of the person I'm visiting, flowers etc, but if it doesn't belong to the person I'm visiting, then no deal late. One time, as I was driving home from work, I turned onto the street, where I live on, and noticed what seemed to be more street lights than I remember being there. I didn't think much of it at all at first, but something in me made me do a double take. I noticed that the three additional street lights are not street lights at all, but lights lined up perfectly in the sky in the distance. Literally, as soon as I noticed this, the lights in the sky beginning moving slowly and getting closer together. Eventually, they were close enough and formed a triangle. Mind you, at this point I have managed to park my car in my driveway and I'm standing there staring at them. My parents, who are fairly religious, tend not to believe in aliens, UFOs or anything of the sort, so I decided to run inside and get them so they can see this for themselves. We go back outside, the lights are still hovering, moving slowing in a triangle, no sound is being made by them. They do this for a few more seconds and all of a sudden, one of them speeds off super quickly. When I say quick, I mean quick. The remaining two continue moving slowly in the sky for a few more seconds then they literally just vanish. Poof, the lights were just gone. I'm not saying it was aliens, but yeah, those really were unidentified flying objects. To this day, we have no idea what they might possibly be. On a boat, trolling for Yellowtail amidst a school of dolphin about 4 miles off San Diego. Dolphin are too smart to take lures, unshiny as small boats, and feed on the same bait schools as Yellowtail and Tuna, so it's strategic to follow them. As if cued, all 50-75 dolphins simultaneously stopped jumping, and disappeared into the depths for about 30 seconds. Immediate, unnerving quiet. With great fanfare, they all suddenly burst out of the water in a near-perfect row about a football field wide, and for a while, synchronized jumps ahead of our boat. Then they were gone. Showing off for my dad and I. Normal behavior? Who knows, but it was awesome. My mother passed away in 2008. When she finally passed, and gave up the ghost, my two brothers and I were all holding on to her, and doing our best to comfort her. At the foot of the bed both my dog, and her dog, both Jack Russells, were both very still, and staring at her, and when she finally passed both dogs heads went up and over to the corner ceiling. They were in complete unison as they watched something go up, and out of that bedroom. I'm not a religious person, but I find comfort in what I saw that afternoon. Like other people I occasionally have very prophetic dreams. They always are about something tragic, but I'll describe my most vivid one. About 5 years ago I had a dream I was in a horrible 3 car accident with my then GF and my younger brother. The car was totaled, there was smoke, my GF and my brother went to the hospital and I, that I died, because I was pierced through the head with some sort of rod. Fast forward 2 years later, and my brother and I get a ride from girlfriend, to go to a graduation party for a mutual friend. GF pulls out into an intersection. I immediately recognize everything from the dream and I flinch to the left. 
Everything goes black for me for a few seconds after that, but when I regain consciousness I look around, and see the exact same scene as in my dream except I lived. The car we were in was totaled. There was smoke from the other two cars involved, and a rod, that went through the windshield about 6 inches to the right of my head. It was the most intense moment of my life. Since then I have always kept track of my dreams, and paid very close attention to them. When I was about 10 years old we lived at my grandparents house for about a year. My grandpa uses hearing aids, and usually has the TV volume really loud and his favorite things to watch are westerns. One night I woke up, because he was watching TV too loud. I remember hearing glasses clanking, people chatting and faint music. So at the time I pictured it to be saloon in a western film, so I started heading downstairs to ask him to turn it down. I get downstairs, cross the family room and kitchen and headed down the short hallway that led to the TV room. Right when I entered the TV room the noises all fell silent. I was really tired and confused. I quickly went upstairs to my room, and woke up my sister, but she just brushed it off, and told me to let her sleep. When I think about it now it creeps me out, but at the time I was just tired and confused. I had a dream, when I was a teenager. We lived on the hillside overlooking the city. I was standing on our terrace just watching the world die. Water covered most of the city. What wasn't drowned was burning. Pillars of smoke covered the horizon. But oddly enough it was serene. You couldn't hear screaming or chose. Just tinder snapping like a campfire along the shore. It smelled like the sea too. Then I looked to my right, and there was my dad. To his right, was my paternal grandmother. They both just smiled a sad smile which made me realize, that I couldn't move. We were stuck standing in mud. I woke up after that. After breakfast, I didn't say anything until my dad, and I were the only ones left at the table. I asked him, if he had a dream last night. He described the exact same thing, and he said he saw me too. Later on that day, my dad, who had checked in with my grandmother, said that she had the exact same dream. Ghost Legos. I was a kid playing with Legos, and noticed a few were in the bucket, that didn't look like mine the plastic was faded older definitely of a different generation. I would build spaceships all day then, when I went to bed, and woke up there'd be holes in the spaceships, where the old bricks would be. Being a 7 year old my biggest concern was all the air getting out, and my crew suffocating, before they went to battle. So I'd quickly pull them apart, and put new bricks in where the old ones were, but now that I think about it, that always stuck with me as odd. When my wife was working late one night I heard breathing in the house, like a dog had somehow gotten in. I couldn't place where it was coming from, so I slowly went through the house looking everywhere. I checked our children's bedrooms, and turned up nothing, but I was freaked out enough, that I stayed up, until my wife came home. Over the next couple of weeks we both experienced this breathing, that we referred to as the breathing man. She heard it in the lounge room, while I was sleeping. I heard it other times, when I was on my own. But it never happened, when we were awake in the house together. One night she's out working again, and I'm about to go to sleep, when I hear this breathing. So I sit up on the edge of the bed, and say something to the effect of, look, I don't know what you want, or why you're here. But whatever it is, get on with it. Just get on with it, and get it over, and done with and duck off. And whatever it is, do it to me. Leave the kids out of this, and do whatever it is you want to me, and do it now.
hurry up and get the duck on with it, and if you're not going to do anything then just duck off entirely, and basically continued in that vein for 5, 10, 15 minutes, I'm not really sure, I waited and nothing happened, we never heard from the breathing man again after that night.